Hey, I'm Jackie Rogers, and this is the Weird Smart Podcast. This is a show about how one marketing agency blends crazy ideas with clever strategies to give businesses a truly unique edge. From local businesses to startups and beyond, you'll get a firsthand glimpse at how the Ware Stewart team approaches branding, marketing, strategy, and more. Let's get after it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Weird Smart Podcast. Today is a day of introspection, folks. We're talking about rebrands. If your brand stability episode left you feeling a little shaky, have no fear. Christina Tucker is here. Christina is the group director here at Ware Stewart. She's been in the biz for a long, long time. If anyone can help us learn when it's time to rebrand, it's going to be her. Christina, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. I've been looking forward to this interview because I miss hanging out with you. (laughs) I appreciate it. All right, let's get into it. Rebrands don't just happen, Christina. There's a progression that takes place before that decision's made. What do you think is the first sign that a rebrand is coming for a business? It can really depend. Um, You know, there are times where leadership is changing at an organization. They want a fresh slate in terms of what's happening with the business from a marketing standpoint, um, environmental things, political things, all can influence a business to rebrand. So it really kind of depends on the history of the company, what's happening around in the world. Um, They can all inspire change. Yeah, that's a really good point because it's not always an internal thing. It's, you know, you have to, if you want your brand to survive sometimes, you have to go along with the change of the times. Do you think the idea of rebranding scares businesses? I mean, change is scary. Uh, Risk is scary. Um, Those are two things that are associated with a rebrand. So absolutely. um, It is scary, but um, a lot of the times a rebrand ends up in, in a positive outcome. And so it's worth the risk and it's worth the change and and kind of mixing things up for your organization. Yeah, definitely. What do you think is maybe the scariest part of rebranding? Like maybe just at the beginning of it or just putting it out there? I'd have to say probably just potentially losing who you are as an organization, um, especially if it's a company that's had a lot of, um, equity and who they are as a business and the name and kind of identity that they've created for themselves over the years. So switching up something like that is a huge undertaking and um, can really be scary that you're going to lose kind of a sense of who you are, but you're trying to adapt and, and be with the times. And so that can be pretty scary for companies. You know, I never thought of it at such like a personal level that you may feel like you're losing who you are. If you, if you change your brand, it's not always true. Um, when I was, you know, when I was freelancing, I just, when we would have these conversations, we would always talk about like polarizing content and it's never something just to, you know, upset an audience or customers or anything like that. It's, you know, standing firmer and firmer in your values and who you are and what your brand stands for. And I feel like with rebrands, that's kind of the move that, you know, you, you push your business into, it's just standing firmer and firmer in the values and missions that you want to represent and how you want to be represented in the future. A hundred percent. Um, you know, it's, 
it's evolving uh, to meet the needs of, you know, what you're trying to accomplish as a business and the market. Um, so it, it certainly is kind of standing behind what you believe in, but, but adapting and evolving at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think before the decision for a rebrand comes about, are there any internal fixes that businesses should try before going down that road? I don't know if I would exactly call it as fixes, um, but I would say that, you know, every organization that's considering a rebrand really needs to kind of study what's going on as their business overall, um, you know, make sure that they have the data and kind of the rationale, um, you know, to support why they're making this change or exploring this change, listening to their employees, listening to the key stakeholders of their business. Um, are all just very important aspects um, that most organizations should consider before they go into a rebrand. You want to kind of have all your ducks in a row, all the reasons why um, this makes sense for your organization, and then kind of take that leap um, to start the rebrand process. Yeah, because a rebrand is a really big step. It's a big move to make. But like you said earlier, it could be the right move. So let's just say, as an example, for a business, a decision's been made to do a rebrand. Uh, what can a business do to prepare their business for the rebrand? So you're going to want to meet with different groups, um, depending on the organization type, you know, many different management levels to kind of get an understanding of what they feel like the business stands for, um, any opinions that they might have, what do they currently love, what do they currently hope for? in this new brand, get some feedback. Um, you want to take that feedback into the strategy that you have in regards to branding and, and it will help inform your agency partners, your leadership team with some key insights um, that could really help inspire kind of the overall look and brand that you're going for. Um, you know, just any other type of research, getting an understanding from your audiences, you know, what are the pain points that you all have? Um, and kind of seeing the things that they love about your brand so that as you're developing a new brand, you can really make sure that the things that are qualities your customers love are still there in some way and form, shape and form. And, uh, and then from there, you know, kind of take anything that's an opportunity for improvement and uh, kind of hit those head on in terms of what you're going to do from a rebrand standpoint. I love that advice. So when it comes to the rebrand, who are the key players needed internally to make it a success, do you think? Um, certainly, if you have a marketing team or a marketing director, that person really should be involved leading the charge um, for this. If you don't have a marketing director or marketing team, that's okay. Uh, not everybody has to have one, but it's certainly helpful, especially when you're working with an agency to kind of have somebody that has expertise in that line of business. I would also say that you want to have a nice mix of employees, um, both from a leadership management and kind of customer service level. Um, obviously, it depends on the type of organization you have, the size of your business. But involving people at all levels is key because you get a true understanding of all the aspects of your business from the top down. Um, this is really helpful to make sure that you're reaching your audiences in the right way once you've developed kind of this new brand refresh. I'm going to go a little off script. Okay. 
Can you think of an example of a brand out there that did a rebrand really well? Mm, that would definitely be, I guess, university. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they changed names multiple times. Um, they had a little bit of an identity crisis for some years. And still, you know, that was a big challenge because people didn't know in the Augusta market, did you go to Augusta College? Did you go to Augusta State? Was it Georgia Regents? And so I think they really did an amazing job um, in evolving what their brand story was. It's still, you know, you know and coming up with what their new visual identity was going to be. Um, it really represented the university and what it stood for, for all the years that it's been open um, and kind of united not only all of the schools and colleges involved um, with the university, but just also the community. I think they did a really great job in, in taking their brand to the next level. And it's, um, you know, the new brand is something that I can see lasting for a very, very long time. What are some of the things about that rebrand that you think are going to make it last? I think the classiness and the kind of clean look and feel of the visual identity itself um, really makes it stand time. It's, it's timeless, honestly. It doesn't, it's not something that can be dated. Um, it has key elements that represent the university, but also um, just keep, feels modern enough to where, you know, you wouldn't look back at it 10 years from now and say, that needs a little bit of work. It's, it's something that can stand the test of time. I also think, you know, their brand colors are strong. Um, they're, they stand out um, in a positive way. They have some great accent colors that really help important messages pop when needed. Um, but their kind of primary colors really are established and make them feel like a very, you know, reputable university to attend. And I have seen it. I, I wasn't here for the rebrand, but it looks really clean. So what is a piece of advice you would give an organization when they're working with an agency on their rebrand? Be honest. Um, an agency wants to hear the good, the bad, the ugly about your brand, any pain points that you have, any obstacles that you guys face as an organization. Um, also be honest about the things that you really love or that you might be nervous about in regards to your brand, but it's not something that you want to lose. Um, being honest is the best because it just helps inspire the best work. Um, so I think just kind of having that open line of communication with your agency about everything, whether it's creative or just the challenges that you guys face as a business is so important in any agency client relationship, um, especially with the rebrand, because it involves, you know, it's, it's a very personal thing for a business to rebrand. And the more you let your agency in, the better work that you're going to get out of it. I've got one more question for you. Okay. How can a business tell if a rebrand worked? Um, it kind of depends on what you're trying to accomplish with a rebrand. If you're trying to reach certain numbers, you know, whether it's gaining new customers or, you know, just something, seeing more purchases happen, um, you know, you're going to see that obviously by the numbers. Um, if it's more about just kind of reintroducing yourself um, to the different markets, you know, that you might care more about just having that positive word of mouth or getting some press coverage over it. 
Um, basically, if you see upticks in a positive way, um, you know, you can tell that it worked and it really just depends on the goals that you're trying to accomplish. I think you kind of want a mix of all those things, um, you know, to really feel good about a rebrand. But um, obviously, when you define what you're trying to accomplish out of this and you start to see those results happening, you know, it's worked. Christina, I knew you were the right person to ask to the show today. Thank you for coming on. You're very kind. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> All right. For everyone who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, if you want to see a little bit more about Augusta University's rebrand, I've attached a link below in the description here. That's all from us today. I hope you join us next time. See you later. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Weird Smart Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our channel for the latest episodes and offerings and follow all that's happening at Where Stewart. See you next time.